Welcome to the Complex Lady Boss Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs and solopreneurs with complicated lives. I'm your host, Amy Lynn Denham. Over the course of this podcast, we'll discuss everything about living the complex lady boss lifestyle, from emotional overload and self-care to running an effective online business. If your life is complicated and you find yourself struggling to keep your life and your business afloat, this podcast is for you. Wow, I cannot believe we've actually made it to the final episode of the first season of the Complex Lady Boss podcast already. I'm already missing doing this. This week, I want to talk about the self-destructive tendencies of productivism and what it's doing to your business. And don't worry, I will also define it for you because that's probably a term most of you haven't heard before. All right, so what the hell is productivism? Because if I'm honest, when I was writing a blog post about this and I'm typing it in, my autocorrect is saying, that's not a word, Amy. That's not a word, Amy. And I'm not listening to it. And I keep typing and it's like, that's not a word. Like the red underline got bright, I swear, somehow. But anyway, there actually is a definition for it in my mind, which seems to match up with definitions I actually have found online. I'll be honest, dictionary.com does not have productivism listed as a word. And so that's not going to be one of the sources we're quoting here. But lexico.com says that productivism is the doctrine or theory that increasing productivity is the primary goal of socioeconomic activity. But what the hell does that mean, right? So basically what they're saying is that if you believe in productivism, you think that the most important thing in a business, your business, any business, is to increase productivity. Always, always, always increasing productivity because the more you increase it, the more things are getting done. And if you're increasing productivity on the person by person level, you're actually not having to hire more help in order to get more things done. And so overall, it sounds great. Make more money, get more done, save money by not having to hire new people. Great. But the more that we do that, the more that we're piling on to people who, I mean, they're people. They're not these endless resources of energy and speed. They are humans. And so they can only do so much before they get run into the ground. Now, this might sound like a familiar topic. We've been talking a lot in this podcast about getting run into the ground, often because of the thoughts and the beliefs that we hold. And so this final episode, I really want to just bring it all together into this discussion about productivism, because for a lot of us, this is one of those key beliefs that we hold on to, even as we do all of our self-care and our self-help and all of the things that we do to try to find acceptance for our limitations and all of that, we have this idea in the back of our minds that the more we produce, the better our business will be. And in the short term, I'm not going to lie to you. It will. It'll seem like it works great. In the short term, you'll make more money. You will have more clients or customers or whatever. And you will start to see this impact. And it might fuel you. It might make you get really excited. But when you put all of that only on your own shoulders because you're a solopreneur, or if you're not able to outsource quite yet or whatever, it starts to drown you. And it starts to be one of those things that depletes you, depletes your energy, 
and runs you into the ground. When we apply the theory of productivism to our own businesses and we really subscribe to that idea, in action, this is what it actually looks like in our minds. I always want to do more, be more, have more. I must always be working. The more I produce, the more successful I will be. To be considered a hard worker, I should always be working. Whenever I have that gap of time, I'm working. If any of this sounds familiar, if any of this sounds like you or thoughts you've had about your business, whether you actually act on them or not, there is some level of productivism going on in your mind. If any of those thoughts sound familiar, chances are that you've subscribed to the idea of productivism, that you've applied it to yourself and to your business, and that you have decided that the more you do, the better things will be, and that it's catching up to you. So let's see if any of the actual negative effects of productivism has started to take root in your life. See if any of these sound familiar. I don't know how I will keep up. I'm drowning in work and I feel like I can't breathe. I'll never get to where I want to be in my business. What I've actually found through my own experience and in talking with others is that the more we subscribe to productivist beliefs, the more we actually feel like we are failing or falling behind. The idea that creating more leads to more profits isn't new and it isn't false. Let me be clear about this. When you create more goods and sell them in a receptive market, you are going to make more profit. It's simple math. But what if the market isn't receptive? What if you're offering services instead of products? What if you're just one person and scaling your business by yourself? These are all situations where more productivity does not equal more profit, at least in the long run. Sure, you might be able to produce more blog posts, take on more clients, create more products, etc., and make more money, but what is the point if it's all too much? If you're feeling like you're drowning, if you're exhausted and you're starting to make mistakes, you're falling behind, what happens then? Your business starts to fail, you start to lose clients, your customers or whatever realize that they cannot rely on you, you're running yourself into the ground, you feel like crap, your health is failing, everything is going to fall apart. Some of us might be able to recognize this as soon as it happens. And if I'm honest, I'm starting to recognize it a lot faster when I get into this mind frame because I've been practicing for so long at getting out of it. Um, but for the most part, most of us are going to keep pushing. We're actually going to use these signs of exhaustion and we're going to think that they are failure and we're going to say we're not trying hard enough. And so we're going to push harder when we really need to be pulling back a little. But, you know, we're used to hearing things like go big or go home. You only live once. Just do it. Keep pushing. No pain, no gain. This mentality that we've been taught our entire lives is what is actually hurting us, especially when our lives are already complicated. The biggest key to breaking free from this productivism trap, as I call it, is to accept that you will never finish your overall business to-do list. There will always be more to do. And you know what? There should be. Because if you're being creative in your business, you're constantly coming up with more ideas. And you're constantly seeing ways that you can things and adjust things. And I can't even tell you how many times I've adjusted my way I do emails. Because we need to always be growing. But 
that in and of itself means that we are never going to complete that to-do list. And we have to accept that it's just going to keep growing because we are just that creative. I think that another one of the most important things to remember is that you are the most important part of your business. And that is especially if you are a solopreneur, you're literally the only part of your business that gets stuff done. You can automate to a certain degree. And I'm completely putting my business on autopilot this summer because I need a break. So I get that part of it. But for the most part, your business needs you. And that's even if you have a team, maybe they can take over for a certain amount of time or whatever, but you are the main person in your business. You are the CEO. If you want to look at it that way, you are the one who has the biggest ideas, who has the vision. And if you're not able to be present in your business because you're too exhausted, it's going to fail. You need to be able to care for yourself. You are the backbone of your business. You are essential and your business needs you to be at your strongest, your healthiest, and your most alert. This is going to be the shortest episode we have had this year. Well, this season, because I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have another season likely within the same calendar year, but we'll see. We'll see where that goes because you know what? I'm going to play it by ear based on how I'm feeling and what I have room for because I'm trying to find more of that acceptance. So honestly, I think that now is more than anything, just a time to celebrate because We've done a lot of work here in these past 10 episodes, so I want to give you a round of applause, though I'm not going to do it audibly. Maybe I'll try to overlay something for us here. Yay! And there's no homework today, because you've already started to really set the groundwork for what you need to be successful and to find acceptance for the limitations that you have based on your complicated life. You have already planted those seeds and started doing that work to change your mindset in order to work with your complications as opposed to in spite of your complications. You've worked on your language. You've worked on the way that you think. You have worked on the thought patterns that you have, the beliefs that you subscribe to, and you've even started rearranging your life in order to make it make more sense based on what you're currently dealing That concludes this episode of the Complex Lady Boss podcast. As usual, please hit like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. You can find me on Twitter at Amy Lynn Writing, and I do invite you to visit my websites, amylynnwriting.com and complexladyboss.com for blog posts, courses, and much more. Thanks for listening. <laughs>